Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Roots, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me as always is Erica and Matt. That's right. We are at a super secret location, and we're all together. What a dun, concept. Dun, dun. What se- super secret? I had one beer. This is a problem. I, I, I <laughs> actually this again. I didn't intentionally <laughs> mess up. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this purpose, perfectly because we did this already once again. But right. But as we said earlier as well, words are hard. Words are hard, and beer doesn't help that. Erica, where are we? We are at Tilton Brothers. And we're here actually with the Tilton Brothers. The Brothers. The Brothers Tilton. The Brothers Tilton. Why don't you introduce <laughs> yourselves? Because I screwed up the names the first time, so it's better if I just get reaffirmed. So my <laughs> name's Ben, and I'm Dave. Cool. Got it. Well, we're talking about beer today, and we're talking about all, all things Tilton. But before we do that, our intros are crazy, so you're going to just have to be along for the ride. <laughs> so what did you drink this weekend? Oh... Uh, too much. Too much? You had your, uh, <laughs> Solid. So by the time this gets recorded, it will be past when you had your Oktoberfest. So you had your Oktoberfest yes. this weekend, but people can reminisce to the best time of the year in November when we're talking about this and we're getting those winter ales and yes. all that bullshit. But. Yes. <laughs> so besides that, I had uh, some really nice local hard seltzer up in Portland, uh, courtesy of friends of ours who opened uh, a spot called Apri. Uh, it's right next to, it's right on the, the Bayside area that you guys are probably familiar with next to Rising Tide and Austin Street. Yeah. Cool. Uh, fantastic, like cocktail inspired, locally foraged type of uh, uh, thing. So we had a cucumber and I had a, yeah, cucumber cantaloupe seltzer and a fantastic like pine ricky, kind of like a lime ricky inspired oh, seltzer with, with cool. like uh, Maine pine and lime and it was really good that's not normally what i reach for but they're doing an awesome job and it's a beautiful spot up there so that's that's my plug as a recovering Fun. seltzer adder that's <laughs> it's it would be a little too easy to get back in yeah, I'm a, yeah. i love them. i love them sorry everyone <laughs> well my selection was a little less interesting i guess but uh i i did get into our fest beer quite a bit over yeah. the weekend i mean i just got into that right season. now and <laughs> yeah. i could have like five more but oh yeah it's really good <laughs> yes i i enjoyed that uh i Additionally, my, my dad cracked open a bottle of uh, Spencer Abbey Russian Imperial Stout, Ooh. just kind of on a whim. Nice. He might have just for even fun. done it yeah, by just mistake. For I don't I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we we ended up drinking that. Really enjoying that. I mean, big roasty. I mean, that was, that was a nice uh, nice little change up from from the fest beer. Yes, yeah. love it. It's funny. I I just cracked open a uh, a. Uh, a barrel age like bottle this weekend by mistake too because I was like this will be fun to and, and then, then you I, have like a 12 ounce not even 8 ounces and you're like, oh I drank oh. the whole thing oh I, was, I was completely <laughs> fucked up mistakes were made or yeah. not I don't know one of, my, one of my friends came over one weekend and opened up my Mont Lesser and I was like that's Bro. the one I drank are so you guys, yeah, are you guys I, still uh, friends yeah nah <laughs> at least it wasn't that at least it wasn't like a Kate the Great like it was just Mont Lesser you can get that's it. true yeah that's true <laughs> Yeah, that's, great. that's a good point. Yeah. Erica, what did you drink this weekend? Um, I never know what I drink. <laughs> but I was in my beer fridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely fest beer season. Uh, I recently went to Remnants Oktoberfest. I don't, I think that was last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I drank. Yeah. I, drank I love Remnant. Beer at Remnant. And you amazing. had also uh, Riverwalks uh, Oktoberfest. I too. did. I stopped there one night um, after recording and had their Oktoberfest, and that was also really good. I, I definitely recommend stopping there for their first beer. And they have great food. I got their garlic knots. Freaking delicious. Mm. Garlic knots are just always a great go-to. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I uh, went to Flatbird Company, and someone thought I was the... You did? Yeah. They thought I was a podcast of trains. They thought I ran a train podcast. <laughs> That's how I was recognized. <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me either. I'm telling you for the first time over the air. But the, so the waitress, confused. who was a sweetheart, we told her follow the podcast. We we're going to talk about you this week. Choo choo. She, 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 she thought I was. I ran a train podcast, which sounds really lame but awesome at the same also time. Also awesome, and that could be yeah. fun. And did you just go along with it? No, because I, I couldn't. I was like, I'm, I was a dirty martini deep, and I was like. Uh-huh. I can't even Those lie are the best times this. to make up <laughs> stories about trains. Yeah. So follow my podcast, Thomas and the Podcasters. <laughs> oh, Choo-choo. Yes. That's great. Very. Trademarks, hashtag trademark. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I drank Life on Mars and by Berkshire. So that won our tour fest like a few years ago. Yeah, it's a great that. one. We did yeah, that. That was pretty good. That was we the best one. one. Yeah. yeah. But um, other than that, I have um, 
two aging uh, fest beers from Sylvaticus that we have to try. You guys can come and try with us too. Awesome. You want? <laughs> Always down. That sounds All right, great. Sounds, sounds cool. Yeah, we have a 2019 and 2020, and I think we have a 2021 that we'll crack open in a year. You guys are invited. Cool. <laughs> cool. Thank you. So uh, if you want to get continue to get awesome episodes like this one, or maybe you heard our Trillium episode, or maybe you even heard our episode with, you know, The Alchemist. I don't know. I was going to say... Uh, Sam Adams? No. No, I was going to say... I, I keep on to say Caveman. It's not Caveman. Or Stone, Stone Man. Man. Stone Man. Yeah, Stone Man's <laughs> awesome. That's a classic episode. Um, the only reason we can get awesome <laughs> episodes like that is our amazing listeners. So... Um, Tell your friends that you heard the podcast. Uh, give us a shout out on social media or, you know, write a letter to your friend and say that the Brewers podcast is the best. And then take a picture of it and send it to me because that'd be awesome if you spend some postage. <laughs> I'll reimburse the postage if you do Why it. Not? <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us on Patreon. Ryan, what's our Patreon? www.patreon.com forward slash Brewers podcast. Awesome. So for all the people who plus 15, stop plus 15ing right now. Stop it. We are in the meat and potatoes of our episode. What's happening? So. Dun, dun, dun. We start every podcast by asking our guests their first memory of beer and... Your role at the brewery. Yeah! Woohoo! First memory of beer. Um, <clears throat> come on, Tilton Brothers and us. Our, ours <laughs> might actually be shared. As a, we are brothers. Are oh, you twins good. or no? No. Okay. A couple of years older you. than yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Uh, we, uh, I mean, we grew up with parents that cherished a good beer. And nice. I mean, my earliest memories are just around the dinner table. Um, you know, they would pour something, and naturally, you have that kid's curiosity. You want to be the grown up, you know? <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Uh, and, uh, you know, eventually, I think uh, they, you know, you know, allowed our, our interest uh, to, to kind of influence them into giving us a little sip here and there just to experience it when we were old enough. I don't know how old. Uh, and I, I just remember all those times, like just, just sitting with them, you know, enjoying, uh, you know, a nice home cooked meal uh, and, and all those moments with family. So it's, a very, it's very fond memories, those first memories of beer. Do you recall ever wanting to just drink the foam? That was like a very like stuck in my memory like thing. Like I just wanted to drink the foam. Because like soda? Like, like, I don't know. It was just awesome. It's it. like my dad would let me drink just the foam. I don't know if that was like yeah. something. <laughs> I, I think I definitely had that, you know, uh, mindset too. Just thinking back on it, like the, the taste of foam because it was harmless. But it looks so good for some reason. You want you want the foam. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of foam, I think my memories, it's pretty close to Dave's, but uh, the first time our dad attempted home brewing, or one of the oh. one of the first, oh yeah, and, uh, one so of those my, dads too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we come by it honestly. But yeah. I, my uh, my first memory is more like a smell, and the smell of um, like wort, like boiling wort, oh, that's um, yeah. and that like un, unmistakable kind of bready. Uh, it must have been some kind of brown ale or something. It had that like molassesy smell, and I think it overflowed yeah. on the. Uh, Destroyed the stove. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, just definitely more related to a smell. But yeah, that was my first memory of beer. Besides, you know, Dave's what Dave shared. Um, he wasn't allowed to use the stove after that. Yeah, I think yeah. that was his last time. I've heard those stories. Possibly, yeah, but for sure. Dave and I kept going after. That's a classic, classic, like early late '80s, early '90s, like yeah. Brown ale. Like, yeah. That's my beer. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm going to do a double IPA and I'm going to try yeah, to, that's what it is or I'm going to do a lager and try to decoct <laughs> at home. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just brew a brown ale. It was probably a clone of like, um, what was that? The moose, moose slobber or something? Yeah. yeah way, like way back uh, or something oh, like ish. that. Because this is like early 90s probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then your roles at the brewery. Uh, yeah. So um, I am the head brewer and um, I'm actually the only brewer. Um, cool. right. Congrats. Uh, so I need to toss the head into there. But, um, and, uh, you know, I'm also, we wear, we wear many hats. So, um, you know, anyone who knows us or is learning about us now will get that sense. But um, I also do packaging and um, planning the beer and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm fixing more, the canning line, I heard. Fixing the canning line like today. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, so packaging, brewing, cleaning, all the things that are down and dirty in yeah. the brew house um, are pretty much my role. So. And uh, if it's if it's not directly production related, then there's a chance that I'm involved with it in some capacity. Um, like Ben said, wearing many hats, so uh, that could include anything from um, 
coordinating with Ben on all of our uh, can art and uh, those labels. I get to work with our designer, Emily, which is a lot of fun. You've got great can art, by the way, I just have to say. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, that, that part of the job is, is enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I mean, on the other end, uh, I'm working with uh, Jeff, who uh, is our tapper manager and our salesperson uh, to help uh, track our local uh, distribution uh, and the, the list goes on, uh, but I uh, am in both a, a guiding and supporting role with uh, a lot of our operations. Yeah. Awesome. I'm really appreciative that you mentioned like the really cool parts of brewing, and then you were like, oh, these parts aren't as cool, but we still <laughs> have do to them do too. them, right? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of times like everyone romanticizes brewing. Like You can see this awesome Instagram post, but you don't know what actually goes into brewing. So it kind of leads me into my next question. What is the most like behind-the-scenes part of brewing that people just don't understand or take for granted? Wow, that's a good. That is a good question. Dang. <laughs> Just yeah. thought of it, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, I think you know, for me, and I, I don't want to speak for Dave, but for me, in my position, um, it's a lot of planning. And I, you know, for us specifically, at our stage right now, we do a lot of different beers, and that's you know part of our plan going into this operation. Because you guys are relatively new. What two or three years? We're less than three years. Yeah, yeah we're, we're about two and a half. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, but we've we've made over ninety unique beers since wow. we opened and it's a uh, decent know, amount yeah it's a few <laughs> and so i'm not giving you know giving myself any breaks but we've continued to make new styles all the time um and so because we've chosen that road um it's a lot of planning from start to finish uh sourcing materials sourcing ingredients all the way through packaging and i see i'm at that unique position where i see all of the steps because i'm you know, from start to finish. So just getting it into a glass, um, it, it's, uh, it's kind of incredible to see that journey. And then we're selling it so fast that I barely notice when it's gone. I so, get one glass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tried, I, I'm like, I think I tried that one. I know. And people are like, oh, I loved this one. I was like, that was forever ago. And they're like, no, dude, you had that on, on tap like last weekend. I'm like, oh, well, it's oh, gone. God, it's beer has come out since then. No, it's funny. I heard you mention, like, we were talking off air and I was like, I just want your fest beer. And like, he was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, we can have that. And I saw like on your board, you're like, we're doing can for as a fest beer. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to ask for another fest beer. I want, I want someone knew. out in the wild to be like, yeah. this is a fucking awesome beer because it really was. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I think that that's my, you know, the, just the, the start to finish nature of, of my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I would say that what often goes un, unseen or unknown uh, is just how, how many people go into making a brewery work. Yeah. Uh, An ecosystem for sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think when we, when we were starting up, um, you know, we, definitely underestimated just uh, how many people would be doing how many different things just to make everything happen. You know, once Ben is our only brewer and he's, he's making fantastic beer regularly, but uh, I think we had no idea just uh, the kind of supporting cast that we would need all around us all the time to make things work. And we're very fortunate to have the team that we have right now um they're they're all fantastic individuals yeah yeah so true we're definitely going to get into those fantastic individuals because i've firsthand met i think most of your staff here and they're (laughs) awesome but i want to know what you did in a previous life to set you up for success to run a brewery or maybe not set you up for success (laughs) but let us know um well, <clears throat> or what are you still doing? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, you know, our, our story, it, Dave and our story kind of like coincides at, at a certain point. Um, but before we start, oh, just not told, not because you're brothers. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking strictly professionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, be, you know, before we started home brewing, which I'm sure Dave could talk about. Um, you know, I I worked in, I actually kind of stumbled into the bar and restaurant industry. Um, when I when I went down to D.C. for a couple of years just to get out of here, uh, <laughs> and um, kind of discovered like a reinvigorated love for for beer. Um, it was kind of you know not, not not at the beginning of like craft beer, but it was definitely like during the growth phases and lots of breweries were popping up. Um, so that was really inspiring, and um, basically from there started home brewing and well, worked at a brewery briefly and got my feet wet, um, literally and figuratively. And <laughs> what brewery? Just shut them out. Um, Blue Jacket. Cool. Brewery in DC, uh, yeah, um, amazing people and amazing uh, brewing operation. Like one of the most beautiful breweries I've seen. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous, uh, but yeah. So th- those moments kind of got me into that mindset, and then that's kind of when Dave and I started thinking about beer more seriously and home brewing together. So 
even though we talked about our dad being the, the kind of foundation for that, um, that was really kind of the crystallizing moment, um, you know, when I was in my early 20s and starting to learn more about it and researching and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so when, uh, when Ben was working at Blue Jacket, uh, I was doing uh, remote work at the time. Uh, IT related stuff. How 2021 of you? I was going to yeah. say, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahead of the curve there. Yeah. Uh, James is way ahead of the curve. Yeah. So, my uh, now fiance and I followed Ben down to DC. Uh, I think that was in 2014. Um, and yeah, we, we definitely embraced the, the idea that, hey, maybe, maybe we could make this happen someday. Uh, it was definitely a daydream then. And I think it had been even before then. Uh, I'd mentioned our family's love of beer. Um, we'd always, you know, thought about, hey, wouldn't that be cool if we someday had a brewery? Uh, so I was in D.C. with Ben, and I think that we homebrewed uh, in our tiny apartment once or twice. Oh, yeah. uh, that might have been the first time that we homebrewed together. And you lost yeah, your security so. deposit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Yeah, maybe the first time we brewed, we, we made um, kind of like a, a holiday ale, yep. uh, and we were dead set on bringing it uh, back to New Hampshire for the holidays. Cool. So we loaded up a carry-on bag. Um, <laughs> we, we wrapped, and these were 22-ounce bottles. We wrapped them Classic individually yeah. in, in yes. bubble wrap, yes. right? We loaded this bag up, and then we realized, oh, no, this is probably like going to cost us a fortune because it's oh, way yeah. too heavy. So we're, we're wandering around down the hallway in our apartment building, knocking on neighbors' doors that we've never spoken to before and asking. We could use their scale just to, to know how yeah. much this bag was going to weigh and cost us to get home. Um, oh, my anyway, God. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> For those who don't know, back in 2014, shipping a bomber was a pain in the ass because they always <laughs> broke. Oh, yes. Right, right. Oh, yes. yeah. uh, I guess the, the story ended well, though, because we, we got every bottle uh, back Home wow. intact yeah. and, cool. and congrats. Congrats. Yeah. congrats. So that's a, that's, that's impressive victory. on an airline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, so that was the start of our, our home brewing together, and it, yep. it only grew from there. Yeah. Yeah. When did you realize that home brewing was less of like a, a hobby and more of like a career path? A good question. I mean, I feel like it was maybe a year or two after that. Would you agree? Like, some, yes. Sometimes yeah, around 2015 we, or 16. Yeah, I think around 2015 might have been that might have been the year that we decided like okay let's really make a go at this uh, let's turn this into a, a second job um, and uh, yeah that's when we really got into a regular schedule with brewing uh, Ben really took on um, you know the recipe creation aspect of it in, in a big way and started learning a lot um, and I was I was there just trying to make everything happen logistically for us with our, our little homebrew setup. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we we treated it uh, you know as a second job. We were we were there nights and weekends. Um, yeah, double brew days even back. back Holy then. shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. were yeah we really <laughs> we yeah. went hard on it. That is hard. <laughs> uh, and that you know it was all for sharing with friends and family. Yeah, really. yeah I mean, just it, have a good time. Yeah, we Definitely. were just making bottles and kegs for so-and-so is having a birthday, you know, like, let's plan. Let's make up a keg. Yeah, let's yeah. make a beer for him. <laughs> it started out like that, and then I, I think we kind of wanted to carry on that mentality. And, yeah. and it's really hard to do, you know, when you go commercial, but um, we've we've kind of continued that. Um, and not to get too ahead, but, you know, we have a mug club here, and we... Yeah, we Ryan's actually, trying to get a part of that. He's yeah. Like, so. <laughs> Fine, we'll, we'll make that happen. We're going to get uh, you in there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we actually, you know, we have um, part, part of the rewards are, like, you can, if you get enough mugs, like, we, we'll make you a beer. Like, we'll make a beer based on your name and your design. And so we've kind of continued that, like, little, awesome. like, um, like, this is about us and yeah. the community and, and, like, the friends that we've made here. So um, we've made, I think, um, I actually have one in the tank. We've made three <laughs> so far. That's cool. Uh, for Mug, mug members, um, including an Irish Red, a uh, Hefeweizen, and I have a cranberry orange sour Ooh. in the tank right now. That's awesome. How that is like <laughs> talk about perks, right? Yeah, no kidding. Let me mugs? plug the perks. How many right? mugs? Let, let's let's talk like, mugs. Right? Yeah. Five hundred, right? Five hundred. Five hundred. Try and could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a feeling. One weekend. We've had as of today, we've had five five members who have achieved that. Yeah, that's really cool though. Someday I'm gonna be way behind and there's going to be people waiting for that right. beer forever. But yeah. Those those few people that came out and, yeah. and uh, supported us, they're, they're getting in on it early. So For sure, for sure. <laughs> cool. So I would actually just quick question about like 
you said learning a lot education wise did you take any classes or was this all just reading tons of books or how did you learn to do what you're doing now um, I, I have no formal education. Um, there was a time when I felt the pressure and the, uh, like lack of confidence and, yeah. I, and I felt like I needed to. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying education is a bad idea at all. Um, but for me, it just was unrealistic. And right. so I, I did my Good best. Good for you to... for knowing that. <laughs> no, seriously. Cause I think a lot of people struggle with that same dilemma and they yes. don't take advantage. They, just go with the path. So good for you for knowing yeah. that. Yeah, uh, thank you. I mean, it was definitely a stressful kind of consideration on both sides of it and right. uh, a lot of money spent and uh, <laughs> all that. And uh, so I just tried to come to terms with that and um, read as much as I could and, and learned as much as I could. Um, I'm not a traditional beer nerd. I have a lot to learn, but I, I do love learning about it. Um, yeah. I don't come from a science background. Right. Quite the opposite. I come from a humanities background. <laughs> so, um, so for me, it's a learning, it's, it's a passion um that i like to learn about um, that's awesome and, yeah cool so before we get into the area here when you moved back because i think there was only like one other brewery in the area at the time when you moved back our friends over at throwback i think right uh, yeah yeah so we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors we're going to drink the rest of this beer and it's going to get a little weird <laughs> take it away sound guy ryan <laughs> Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! local homebrew shop beer and wine hobby you can get everything you need to make beer wine cider cheese and more not sure where to start they have knowledgeable staff there to help beer and wine hobby is family owned and located in danvers massachusetts visit their website beer-wine.com and use our promo code brutes for 10 percent off your online order today Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. So you mentioned coming back to the area and community brewing for people's parties, what have you. Um, this area isn't well known for breweries at its current state even today. So when you came back, there was even less. I think our friends over at Throwback, which we mentioned just previously, kind of were the only people in town um, outside of, you know, like Smutty Nose and so on and so forth. But um, is that what kind of drew you to brew, you know, to not brew, but to have a space kind of like this or what was it? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember throwback, uh, in its uh, original location. I remember earth Eagle when they opened, Yeah, they, they had the tiny little tap room there. Um, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, all very charming. Um, I mean, I think when you, when you see breweries opening like that, it kind of gives you a little bit of confidence, not not uh, because of uh, the beer that they're producing, because they were doing a great job, but just uh, how, how casual it can be, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's all, it, you kind of start to realize it's all about the people behind the project, right? And uh, and then the just the power of beer itself, uh, you know, as uh, a way to, to draw people in and, and get people interested. Um, I think that when you see smaller operations like that, uh, definitely makes you feel like you could get involved with the, the right amount of, of work. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we, we loved going to those places when they opened. Uh, you know, that, that was so much fun. We'd, all, we'd be checking out what tanks they had and, of course, like the, the variety on tap and we'd be talking about the beer a lot. So uh, that became uh, something that we'd do pretty regularly when we were back in this area. Yeah. Uh, and I think that... Um 
just like when we were planning our, you know, when we got serious and we're looking for a spot, um, we, you know, we were just looking for a place to go. <laughs> like we knew we wanted to be in the seacoast, yeah. um, you know, cause we wanted to, like you had mentioned, like this was home and we wanted it to work somewhere nearby. Um, and we were thinking about, you know, obviously you try to strategize, you know, I think a bit in a business sense, but, um, quite honestly, this, this spot popped up for us after we had been looking quite a bit. Um, uh, just like anybody, Portsmouth was like high on our list, but became a little unrealistic. And, you know, we thought Dover Newmarket would be amazing, but, um, this kind of just came up, um, yeah. out of the blue and we were, we had been looking and we, we jumped on it. Um, it, it blows my mind not to interrupt that, like the Portsmouth area doesn't have more breweries in Portsmouth, like downtown area you have liars bench you have loaded question outside of Portsmouth. yeah like it's like what the fuck is <laughs> why are the city planners so like come on, come on. No, it's like all hotels and yeah yeah, yeah it is popping up and yeah. it's changing i mean it's changed anyone who has lived around here knows and dave lives there but um it it changes very quickly like yeah. year to year and ports it's definitely a different town now um and definitely we just we knew we weren't we weren't gonna find a spot that was you know there for us and um we didn't have the biggest budget in the world and we we were trying to be responsible and this came pretty much turnkey so it was hard to argue with yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure so talk about the space that we're here. We're sitting in a, in a tap room. You kind of have the German styles tables where everyone can enjoy each other's presence, which I like a lot. Yeah. Um, and then you have the, the traditional bar setup where people can kind of just sit down and shoot the shit. I've been here and shot the shit with your bartenders plenty of times. But uh, tell us about what, what you're brewing on out back. Nice. Um, so, you know, speak of the, the back area. Um, so we have, right now we have, three and a half barrel system. So we're, you know, we're quite small. Um, we do have an expansion planned, um, so that I can at least not double batch anymore, at least not right away. <laughs> yeah. and start filling tanks equal to the yeah. size of our mash tun and kettle. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Um, so we, but we, we have four tanks, so I'm rotating between those, uh, quite often. And, um, like I've said earlier, we make all styles. Um, and that's kind of my world. And, um, Dave, Dave definitely focuses more on the you know, the taproom experience and the aesthetics out here. So I'll let him talk about the thought behind that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we've mentioned community before. I mean, one thing we love about beer is that it brings people together. And we wanted to have um, a taproom that even if it was on the small side, uh, that we would have some varied seating, uh, that people would feel like they could come here and gather uh, and be together uh, and, and enjoy time with each other. Um, but I... I personally really am a fan of uh, just having everything from kind of like the corner booth to the bar experience to the kind of communal table where we're sitting at the moment um, and, and how that kind of plays into giving everyone the, the experience that, uh, that they want to have when they come in here. Um, I think it kind of goes side by side with our philosophy, uh, getting back to our uh, our home brewing days, which was that we, you know, we wanted to brew a full spectrum of styles. Uh, we despite being small, wanted to have a beer for everyone. Uh, you know, whether you like IPAs or stouts or sours or lagers, you come in the door and we'll find something for you. Yeah. Um, I think that the tap room is designed in a similar way. You yeah. know, you, you kind of like create your own experience here. Um, I'll just point out the, the mural that's behind us as well here. Um, we, we knew that we wanted uh, something fun, a little like splash of color in here. Um, so our designer, uh, Emily, cr uh, created uh, the art for that. Um, my fiance, Steph, and her mom, Lisa, uh, actually put it up on the wall for us painstakingly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so like a beautiful. projector? How did they do it? Yeah, they gridded it out. Um, and then uh, I think they uh, illustrated it um, and then uh, slowly painted it. Um, it looks great. <clears throat> yeah, it does. It's yeah. really nice. I, I also really love your your back wall the, the wall behind the bar i guess yeah you get all kinds of fun things there you have like i don't know like puzzles like not puzzles but like math no, equations yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. challenge people right right yeah, yeah. should we and just pose the question if Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother what am i to Teresa? answer correctly for your chance to win a beer. A high we'll, five. we'll send you a beer. Woo. Yeah, we'll send you a beer. Nice. And a sticker. Yeah. I also love that you are interested in stories about dragons. Yes. So we want to know about allergies. Allergies and dragons. About dragons. Yeah. 
<laughs> so just a that's, true that's community true. space. Right. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I guess we should point out that all that fun stuff there is courtesy of our taproom manager, Jeff. You rock, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Jeff's, awesome. Jeff's Come the man. Say hi to Jeff. <laughs> always has something good going on. Uh, but the, the tie wall itself, um, we have to give kudos to our, our uh, the third owner of the brewery, Joe. Uh, the third for, owner? Yes, there, there is indeed. He's the unofficial Tilton brother. Uh, unofficial. Yep. Darn. Okay. Cool. Cool. And, cool. Uh, yeah, and Joe actually put up uh, that tie wall himself. Good on you, Joe. And, uh, yeah. I think he did it in, a, nice. in a weekend, which is good impressive. For yeah, yeah, for sure. So you mentioned your dad a couple of times. It's not often that sons kind of start the business and then their dad, fall, dad falls through. I mean, if you go on the highway, you always see like O'Shea and sons or like <laughs> Victorian daughters. It's like, all right, yes. But you brought your dad into the fold. What was, uh, was that just like a no-brainer? Like, dad, come come work with us. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, this was kind of uh, for him like a, a life lifelong love, you know, of beer. And he introduced it to us and, um, you know, just like you said, bringing him into the fold just made a lot of sense. Um, He's one of the hardest working people I know. Um, he puts me to shame. He'll probably be here after we leave, um, mopping the floor or whatever. But, um, he, I mean, he's just uh, you know been an inspiration for us, and um, we we want to kind of make it make him a part of this whole project. So he helps me with everything from cleaning kegs to filling kegs to you know um, packaging days wherever he's needed. Um, so he's awesome like that. Yeah. That's awesome. You've really brought your family into this. I think that's. Yeah, really I think cool. he, he's. Uh, I mean, we have to credit him with our initial uh, inspiration. Right. Yeah. Year. Of course. Um, exactly. And uh, so it's it's just great that you know all these years later, you know here we are, uh, you know operating our, our own place, and he can be a part of that. Coming yeah. right back around. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's awesome. We've talked about the tap room. We've talked about the beer. You guys have awesome food too. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So let's talk about the food a little bit. What are you offering up? I know it rotates every week. I've seen crazy like short ribs. I've seen chicken sandas. I've seen dumplings. I've seen soup. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. I love it. I love it all. Yeah. So first off, we, yeah, we have the great fortune of having uh, Ashley, a.k.a. the, the beer mama. You oh, might have yeah. heard of her. Our, yep. our, our chef here. Um, and uh, she has taken things to the next level food-wise for us. Uh, absolutely. Uh, she's incredibly creative. Uh, she's got a lot of ambition. Uh, and it shows because, uh, I mean, every week she's releasing a new menu. Yeah. Uh, the so pickles that you guys do here, I don't know, like, <laughs> she must put, like, crack in them. I don't think you actually put crack in them, but they are addicting and they're not, so good. We're not giving you any of our secrets. Yeah, don't yeah, give us right, any right. secrets, but they are so good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Ashley, I mean, she works her ass off, and, uh, yeah, we've, we've just really enjoyed seeing all these fun menu items pop up week after week. Typically, you can find, a you know, some sort of burger on the menu, we always have those pickles yep. um, and in a dessert, uh, and uh, yeah. Otherwise, she'll she'll mix it up. You yeah. know, she likes to do a lot of seafood, a lot of Asian-inspired dishes. Uh, so again, uh, consistent with uh, like our small brewery, big variety kind of mentality. Yeah. Did um, the food come as a result of COVID, or did that come? Was that always in the plan? Because I, you guys not all didn't always have food. No, um, we had like a very basic menu that was yeah. kind of catered to like a like Pump a beer so. snack yeah. you know like we we obviously wanted quality but um we're limited by the space that we have back there but um no i think there was just a realization that we had uh, a lot of opportunity in that kind of sector and we just decided to kind of invest in it a little bit um and it was about finding the right person that wouldn't look at our little space and like you can't <laughs> no. do anything like it. Yeah, basically no um but but see it and get in and be inspired um and she just it just you know it was kind of spontaneous but it, it happened to be her um she's like very creative and and boundless energy and looked at it as a challenge not uh, to be beaten not not something <laughs> like a you know I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do this so i'm still amazed what she's able to put out yeah. back there um you know i thought it was destined for grilled cheese like the rest of <laughs> our time here um cheeses and hot dogs. Yeah, but, yeah. i mean she's making like octopus tacos and um you know, like pasta dishes. And I was like, I don't know how you do it, but, um, you want to do it. Octopus tacos. They're so Dude. good. Ryan, don't I even know. Talk it. No, it I amazing. know they are just yeah. like, there's not a lot of people who do those. We, we were a little worried. Um, uh, I will speak for myself. Here. 
<laughs> we were a little, I was a little worried when uh, I saw some of the menu items come out and not because I, I don't like them, but simply because I was like, I don't know if our clientele is going to go for something <laughs> like this adventurous. Yeah, yeah. No offense, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were the fastest thing to sell out was, were these like interesting takes on, uh, you know, tacos and That's dishes awesome. and stuff. And yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so good on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you were to describe the Seacoast beer scene in a, in a couple of words, like how would you describe it? Burgeoning. Is that a great word? Yeah. I've, I've been wanting to say that word. Yeah. Um, I oh. think. Can you use it in a sentence? Use it in a sentence. B-U-R. No. Um, the, yeah, I, I think that there's so much room for more attention uh, for some of the great breweries in our area. Agreed. And um, we're, you know, we're kind of passed over. And that's not so much to say that you're wrong for going right to Maine or Vermont, (laughs) but um, it's to say that like, hey, we have some amazing breweries here that are doing interesting things um, and making high quality products. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, they've been here for a while, but we're not flashy, you know, and, and I think that I don't want to speak for everybody, but um, there's a lot of opportunity for, for growth um, and uh, more visibility. So I think that we're on the right track, and I think New Hampshire is starting to become more of a destination, and people aren't simply passing over us. Right, right I hope Portland. That, yeah, exactly. And uh, God, I love Portland. I, right, right, right. Of like, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all love it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there's you know reasons to come here now, and um, well, there always have been, but even more reasons. And um, yeah, it's exciting to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and to see what great neighbors we have, and learn learn from them and work together and uh covid kind of dampened that but i'm excited to do like brew festivals again and kind of feel that collaboration that's so important in this industry yeah so for sure well before we get into collaborations because i'm curious to see if you have any plans for collaboration with other breweries take it away sound guy ryan our sponsors need us are you a solo artist band podcaster or anyone else who needs recording services well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right, so we mentioned before we were talking about collaborations. Um, I'm not familiar with many collaborations that you've done, but I'm sure you have done some in the past. Uh, talk about some of them and any plans for collaborations in the future. Sure, yeah. Um, we don't have anything in the books right now. It's um, okay. But uh, I think as we kind of hopefully break out of this COVID thing. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I'll definitely be looking to to spread out again. Um, we've had some great times working with, uh, we did a collaboration with Two Share Brewing cool. in nice. Manchester. Um, great people, uh, another family run brewery. Um, and uh, we did a, a dark Saison, like a heavy Ooh, dark Saison oh called Delish. Camp Chesterton. Which, <laughs> uh, it was great. It was That's like an overly ornate uh, script uh, <laughs> on a very clean white label and it was oh my god a combination you should, of Manchester. can you do another one like let's ham ham vegas yes <laughs> so that's really trashy <laughs> <Done. Yes. laughs> um and yeah so that was a that was a fun one uh we've done a collaboration with our friends next door at whim um cool. called waddle nice. w-a-t-l which was walk across the lot and that was a big <laughs> belgian double style yes uh which came out a couple of winters ago do you um, mean stumble across the lot yes yeah, that, yeah. that's the idea or waddle yeah <laughs> um and uh you know we participated in the the brewery collective uh that that throwback um before covid yep. um and yeah i mean we Definitely open, you know, for, for more of that. I mean, I think that it's in our nature to, as Dave has spoken to, like be collaborative and community focused. So yeah. looking forward to getting out and doing that more. Yeah. Soon. yeah, we also did one with a great rhythm 
Cool. Nice. Uh, earlier this year. Yeah, it's talking about the most recent one. I, I talked oh, about the yeah, one two yeah. years ago. <laughs> That's all right. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. This is why he's here. <laughs> Do you find that collaborations are good for, for like, brewery ethos? Like, you know, you get to see how other breweries do it, especially just being the lead brewer here, the only brewer here. Like, you get to see how other breweries are doing it. Um, what What are your takeaways always from, you know, the, the few collaborations that you've done? Um, yeah, so we, I mean, we the Great Rhythm one, we only... Uh, brewed here um so i didn't have the chance to work on their system or anything but um it's just uh it's great to see other perspectives and the knowledge that people have and um the the collaborative effort kind of just brings out you know more opportunities to learn and um it's always fascinating how different brewers can be um and i'm i'm a home brewer turned brewer so i have a lot you know still learning a lot um, but it's really cool to, to see that um, yeah. and just kind of, you know, perk up and be like, oh, that's how you do that. Okay. And it's like a sharing of information. Yeah. And that's just another beautiful thing about this industry is people are eager to share and help each other, you know, and because it's that mentality of like we're all making, if we make better beer all together, yeah. especially New Hampshire, it's like, it's just better for the rest. It's the rising tide element, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Kind of curious, like going back a little bit, you've brewed 90 beers, right? Or about, (laughs) right? Roughly. (laughs) What's kind of like the craziest or most out there or most rare, uncommon, you know, beer that you've brewed? Octopus beer. No, (laughs) Yes, it's an octopus. Yeah. Um, Squid ink, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, that's a good question. I, uh, if you remember them all, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really, honestly. But uh, <laughs> we did uh, we did a beer with like a blend of hops, yeasts, and different malts. And it was one of the strangest things because I feel like some people like absolutely loved it. And they wanted they wanted it all the time. They want me to make it again. But <laughs> I don't, I did not enjoy it. It was Which a blend of different <laughs> yeasts that had no business being blended (laughs) and uh i just kind of you know i'm like i've put that one in the you know was that like the yard sale like whatever you had in the fridge just kind of threw it in there or (laughs) a little little bit not totally like it was planned to to some extent okay uh but it it, yeah it wasn't like the the kitchen sink beer but it it came out tasting like the kitchen sink beer in my in my opinion so everyone else loved it um, yeah some people really liked it it was uh blended before yeasts and four hops and four malts and um, That's I even, wild. Yeah. I even tried to blunt. I even tried. I tried to put four anywhere I could into it for some reason. Yeah, I was in a weird mindset. I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe Dave has it. It was a weird day. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah, that yeah, was, it was a early one. Probably a couple of years ago. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> How important is uh, social media for a brewery? I mean, I I say it, it's at least fairly important, if if not very important. I mean, to have that presence there. Um, I think people, even when they're not in your tap room, need to feel somewhat connected to you. Um, they want to know what's going on at the brewery, even if it's fairly mundane. Um, just to have that familiarity. Yeah. Um, How many people that have followed you on on Instagram that have not come to the brewery come here and be like? holy shit, you make this place seem bigger than it actually is. <laughs> like, I followed you guys for a while before I came in here. I was like, holy shit. Not that this place is small. And that's not like to talk shit about you guys. It's just like, you guys do a good job of like perception with mm-hmm. this brewery. And it, and, it, and it lives up to the quote unquote hype. I hate that word hype, but like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Ashley is also doubling as our, our primary uh photographer for our social media lately. She knows her things. She, right? yeah. yeah, she knows how to take a shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, she's she's doing a great job. And yeah, I think just we're we're just trying to find all the angles here that people might be interested in, you know, whether it's a brew day or an event going on, uh, just highlighting a new beer, whatever it is. We try our best to keep up with all of that. Yeah. Uh, let people know. Yeah. Um, do you find that this area wants to have a variety of beers or do you find yourselves people still coming in and being like i want bud light like (laughs) what's your bud light option you know oh yeah um i I think that generally um and i can't speak to other breweries but for us i I think most people come in with an open mind and ready to try stuff um i honestly would have thought more of the opposite would happen um and a lot of that has to do with like demographic and you know obviously like the perception of what your brewery stands for and all that but um, no, I mean, I think most people are at least willing to give it a try. And a lot of that about is, is having uh, the staff that can kind of talk people into 
trying something instead of being like, ah, oh, well, we don't have that here. Yeah. Goodbye. You know, <laughs> um, like let's give them a try. Like, like try a couple beers, see if you like it. You know, yeah. if not, no worries, no hard feelings. But um, so beer knowledge for the staff is huge. Yeah, I think beer knowledge or just and just having the the wherewithal to try to you know bring people into the fold a little bit. Yeah, yeah. salesmanship. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I also noticed that you have a cask over there. Ah, yes. Uh, an a beer engine, if you will. Yes. <laughs> How often is that running? Oh, it's a, it's been a it's been an odyssey. <laughs> Maybe uh, I shouldn't bring that up. I'm no, sorry. no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you did because it's a reminder. I think I get a note like every two weeks. There's a note on the board when I come in on a Monday, and it's like so and so wants to know when the cask is coming back. <laughs> yes. and, I'm like, oh, and, and I love it. I love cask beer, and um, I I think that the people that have you know experienced it here have really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, it's something that I definitely aim to do more this winter. Yeah. Um, they get a little crazy with like our canning line and just trying to hit production. For and, sure. Um, it's just one more like job one more thing to, to, do. to worry about. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that it's terribly difficult, but it is time consuming to clean Ferkins and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and to dose properly and to, and all that. Um, For so sure. I, I love the process. Um, so yeah, long story short, we'll, we'll hopefully get some more going <laughs> in the fall and winter. We, we did, have um, some IPAs that we like, oh, dry cool. hopped, so we did like an IPA nice. on there, and then we also did more traditional like English bitter. We, we yeah. make a, a bitter called uh, Golden Mile, which is a not so subtle reference to a great movie called The World's End, which is about uh, friends who go on a pub crawl in England. Yes. From the same people that brought you Hot <laughs> yes. Fuzz, uh, Simon Pegg, and Nick yeah, Frost, yeah. if you're listening, yes. I'll they're, be in your movie. They're, yeah. huge, um, they're huge fans of the yeah. podcast, so For they'll, sure. they'll For sure. you up. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that, that Golden Mile we did in a traditional, like, uh, frickin' condition cool. and had it on. But yeah. yeah. Awesome. Where's the weirdest place you've seen your merch in the wild? That's a good question. Like the ones say, like they think it's a good question. What they're trying to say is like it's a difficult question. I don't, don't know. Don't know. I, I wish we had to get some harder. But, uh, <laughs> I, I have seen it out in the wild. I, I mean, not in any unusual places. Yeah, like uh, Target last week. That's where we'll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. I don't go out anymore. So yeah. I yeah. see people. So <laughs> I can't. Yeah, can't yeah. speak to that. I mean, yeah. it, it's funny though because I feel like just seeing. I mean, it, it's funny that you would say Target because like if I saw someone wearing my hat, like a hat. At Target, I would be very excited. You yeah. know, I'm just like, no, that's awesome. I'm still at that <laughs> that's level. Great. You know what that's I mean? Great. Like, if I see someone going going out to eat, you know, and I'm like a few towns over, and I see it, I'm like, we're, you know, that's great, good for us. We're like, yeah. 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 we're yeah. still at the we're stage where we, we'll tell each other if if we yes. experience yeah. something. Text, hey, that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you mentioned distribution. You guys are doing small can runs around the state, correct? Or what's what's going on with your distribution? Yeah, so we. Uh, we are currently uh, distributed in Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, with Coastal Craft. Cool, cool, cool. Um, all, all the way down to Martha's Vineyard, I think. Nice. Um, and uh, we, uh, in New Hampshire, uh, we uh, are doing self-distribution yep. in our uh, immediate area. And uh, we are distributed with Amoskeg uh, outside of our immediate area. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And that, you know, the Amoskeg is, is the most recent partnership that we've done. And um, we still have a ways to go. Uh, kind of adjusting our production and uh, packaging yeah. to meet to meet the need, but um, and and as you guys know, we're kind of small here, but we're working on getting more out there. But they've already done a great job to to spread it around um, and in mass as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you find yourself with now opening up tank space potentially and, and growing a little bit that you might have to stick to some core brands? Do you have like a core brand beer for the brewery? Yeah. Um, so. Part of the design is like we didn't we didn't really want to pigeonhole ourselves into making like a flagship. It just never really resonated with Dave and I to just have like one beer that we were known for. Yeah, um, and must suck brewing that over and over. And over, <laughs> over again, right? like, I guess maybe in a selfish way, I didn't want to do that. Yes, I, I know that it's unrealistic in the long term, but um, we we just always felt like we could have like a portfolio of of like regulars that we would make. Um, and I think if anything, those um, distro. Uh, partnerships have kind of created that, yeah. which is, I'm sure, what you were alluding to. But um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to be making our um, pilot episode 
Cool. Double IPA, um, quite a bit more, and our Leshy IPA, which is a more of a West Coast style. Cool. Yeah, um, I love the Leshy. Thank you. <laughs> it's, fun. it's probably my favorite beer. It's best oh, name too. Um, sorry to steal a potential That's, question. No, no, no. Jeez. <laughs> That's not. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, my thunder. Yeah. Can I ask what your favorite kid is? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, those two are going to kind of be the starts of our like funneling into more of a core program. Yeah. Um, because we think they have legs and, um, you know, I think they're, they're great beers and yeah. I'm still tweaking them in their own ways, very little ways, yeah. but cool. I think our listeners should know this because I found it awesome is you guys took an ambitious step with your fest beer this year. Um, and you used wet hops yes. <laughs> for your fest beer. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought That's that was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Can, you, can you talk about the thought process into that and the, um, the, the crazy risk of the dice you yeah. took yeah, with that one. Yeah. Oh, it worked by the way I just want everyone yeah, to no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was uh, partly by, because I, I was willing to roll the dice like that and um, partly because I just kind of needed to get something into a tank <laughs> uh, um, but we it's really tough to plan because um, you know we're a small team and I, I'm like I got to get a beer into the tank. I don't know when I'm picking up these wet hops. I need to make fest beer. Cause yep. it's, it's definitely one you of have our to. sought after yeah. beers this time of the season. Yeah. And I just was like, all right, I've got a couple of days of wiggle room. It's going to happen. Um, so we actually used hops in, from the hop yard uh, in Gorham. Cool. And we also used local hops from down the road in Brentwood. Oh, uh, cool. Regular nice. of ours um, grows them on his farm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wicked Hop Farm. Yeah. Um, cool. So we'd used about like, you know, 80% hop yard and 20% his um, magnum hops and I used Cascade, believe it or not. <laughs> so I oh had a wet hopped Cascade Fest beer available at the tap room and um, <laughs> it's great. It, I was worried about it, but it's yeah. it's not over the top citrusy or anything. No, like not at all. It, no, it's well balanced. Yeah. Very nicely pleasant. Yeah. Just like underlying in there so so no promises for next year that it will be wet hopped no promises <laughs> you, might, you might get the the 2022 version will be different than the yeah. 2021 yeah. And, and we have done that in the past like our first year was a very classic fest beer with you know actual noble hops um, last year we did one called Big Fest, which was six point eight percent. And I'm just like, because why the not? Yeah, the world is burning. So, yeah. Uh, and then this year it's like, oh, wet hops happen to land here. Like, let's let's go for That's it. Awesome. And I, I think we do that um, a fair amount with with things like we we don't feel uh, restricted. Like we have to make the same version. Like we've done That's cool. Citrullus Watermelon IPA, for example, has been a a staple for three summers and. Um, the first time it was more of like a West Coast style, and then I did like a New England style IPA, yeah. and um, that kind of thing. So we're we're open to kind of tweaking things in small ways, yeah. just to try to get people to say, "Oh, I liked this version. I can't wait to try this this next, next version one. that's still yeah. that beer, but it's a little yeah. different." So how often do you brew a beer where you just change one small thing instead of making it to something completely different? Oh yeah, uh, I think on the. On the spectrum, it's definitely more a lot more beers with slight changes than mm -hmm. beers that I totally twist around. Yeah, um, you know, not getting too like microscopic, but you, know, you can I try to people love it. People <laughs> fucking love I, it. I try to change, you know, uh, like water profiles that you know, because I I have a vision in my head of what I want out of a beer, and you know, most of the time I don't quite hit it, and I try it if I try it again. I'm thinking of ways that it would fit that vision a little bit better. Um, and it's not easy because there's so many moving parts in brewing a beer, but um, I, I do my best to improve them. Uh, I think we've brewed the, the Leshy probably 10 times, and it's probably our, one of our you know, most, most selling uh, beers in general. And I'm still not 100% happy with it, but <laughs> I, I'm getting close. I'm like, 90, I'm like 96% there before I'm just like, this beer can't. It can't get any better, not because it's like the best beer in the world, but because you can't do anything more to a beer yeah. at a certain point before it's just like, that's all it had. It. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> it, that's that's all. all it could do. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say, I, th I think it's pretty rare when Ben is actually 100% satisfied with, with any beer that he's ever brewed before. That's a good thing, though. That's a good um, I guess in that same vein, what's the most important uh, ingredient in beer for you? Oh, if I, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of malt. And I know that that's not a extremely popular. I don't think we've ever heard that answer. Yeah. So could you? Uh, I and that's more of a that's a selfish answer because I just love like the brewing process and being able to use all these different malts that maltsters they go through so much to create this incredible yeah. profile right. 
um, it, the process is just so fine-tuned. It's got history, um, and it like the the aroma and the flavor of different malts to me is just like mind-blowing how good they are. And I've always been a fan of that, but you don't really get an opportunity to use a lot of them these days. So this is my favorite time of year because I'm like, oh, I can use, you know, four or five malts that I never brew, you know, yeah. not making a scotch heavy in the Ooh, middle of summer. Nice. Although I could, I just don't <laughs> think it'd be that popular, but. Right, right, It right. might, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dave? <laughs> well, I was actually going to say malt too, and that's just because thinking back to our homebrew days, I mean, you know, seven years ago, I remember, you know, how finely tuned your malt bills would be. Uh, for our beers that I was going to pick up, you know, and always, <laughs> I mean, even, even then you were, you were very in the weeds with it. Um, so I always, you know, that always stuck with me. Um, but I mean, I guess I would also say the yeast. I mean, I definitely have, uh, you know, uh, a thing for, for like the, the various like interesting flavors that yeast provides. Sure. Um, it, it just can do so much, you know, depending on the style that you're brewing. So yeah. definitely appreciate that as well. Yeah, I agree. I think um, that's definitely been like kind of the the frontier for me as a as a brewer has been the the yeast and um, just navigating different profiles and and uh, effects that yeast have. And uh, I think it's all too easy to just kind of sweep over and be like, oh, you you bring this beer, use this style, you know, right. use this strain. And um, I've been doing quite a bit of blending and and just like discovery of, of new, new stuff, um, and trying to get a little bit more adventurous, um, and recognizing the profile that, that, um, yeast provides, uh, goes beyond, I mean, hops are obviously king, you know, in our current state (laughs) and I love hops. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just blending those yeast can make a beer completely different. Um, and that's some, like I said, something I've been learning about a lot more. So. Very cool. Do you have any idea what's the next New England style IPA? (laughs) Uh, yeah, actually, I'm brewing that. You're saying the uh, the next... Yeah, what's the next, next big style? thing? What's the yeah, next yeah, big yeah. style? Oh, man. Um, well, seltzer? <laughs> no. Do you guys brew seltzer? You're I wish we mix. did. We don't, we don't currently. Um, Just because uh, of tank space? Yeah, well, our, our current license doesn't allow for it. Um, as a mm. Nano Plus in the state, we, we can't make it, but there are... Um, changing laws um that are that are helping smaller breweries potentially do that and um i i don't personally have any quandaries with it i think it's a a great beverage and i think that some people are doing some really creative things with it but uh, agreed yeah um but uh yeah the next style the next big style i I wish i could predict such things i that's that's a tough question i don't know maybe dave has a thought <laughs> nope, nope. I, I no <laughs> all right what would you want it to be um bring back the kulsh Ooh, yeah, yeah. all yeah. the time every Absolutely. time yeah definitely <laughs> definitely not just because i heard you say that earlier but because i actually love i love kulsh, kulsh. kulsh is great yeah and I think it's kind of made a little bit of a resurgence. I think but bloggers in general have kind of made a bit of a surge lately. I think it's brewery driven. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It's it totally because we're is. in that place. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. Bring Me too. On the, yeah. Yeah. On the pilsners and the culture and the lagers. And Same here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the best time of the season. You're getting so many we'll, good we'll beers. Keep pushing and, it. Yeah. 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 So we want our listeners to come to Tilton Brothers. So where are you physically located and where can we find you on social media? So we are at 845 Lafayette Road in Hampton. Uh, We are in a plaza next to the Community Oven Pizzeria. You'll find us in that back corner there. Uh, Currently, and these hours might change depending on when this this is released. (laughs) Right, right. Check their social media. We are open, yeah, Thursday through Sunday. Um, And, yeah, check our social media. Dylan Brothers Brewing on Instagram. Uh, Find us on Facebook. You know, all that. And uh, you'll get all the, the right info. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for doing this today. We really appreciate it. I appreciate what all you're doing here at the brewery. Um, you're making a, sma- a space larger than it, it it should be. I mean, in honest, all honesty, it's like you have a nice space, but what you're doing and what you're putting out, food wise, beer wise, and and community wise, is is phenomenal. So continue doing what you're doing because it, it it's working. Thank you very much. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that, and and thank you all for for coming in today. It's really a nice. It's been fun hanging yeah. out. Well, I want to ask the last question. <laughs> Go Ryan's for it, Ryan. Gonna ask the last you got question. it. You got it. He's been thinking about it the whole time. No, it's just my question. question. What would you like to learn more about? What would I like to learn more about? Um, 
You can't say malt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I would like to learn more about yeast, and I'm not just recycling what I was talking about earlier. Um, I, I, like I've said before, I'm not a out of a chemistry or a bio background. Uh, it fascinates me. I mean, I, I certainly know enough to uh, to get by and to experiment, um, but I, I have a you know deep appreciation for like the labs that are creating, you know, these amazing strains and they're, you know, blending and DNA splicing and all this stuff. And I, I've always been fascinated by that. So if I had a lab, you know, that was more, you know, attuned for, uh, for that kind of experimentation, that would be number one, just, you know. You don't have to take the yeast from the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing the, the old sw- the swirl and save. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave? Uh, I, I guess, I mean, I, I just miss uh, being on the production side of things. Mm. Uh, so, you know, if uh, I ever had the opportunity, it'd be cool to get back in the brew house, you know, alongside Ben and uh, kind of pick up where I left off and, and uh, go from there. Nice. Well, thanks again. Uh, for all our listeners, please make your way out to Tilton Brothers in Hampton, New Hampshire. Um, obviously, you have smartphones, so just Google it and you'll get there. I was given the address is probably no good, but... But still... <laughs> yeah. Um, so let us know um, what you think in our comments below in this episode. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.